Father, I just thank you. Father, I worship you. I honor you and magnify your holy name. Father God, I thank you for this day that was ordained before the foundation of the world. Father God, I hook my tongue up to my spirit. And I thank you, Father God, that words of faith and words of power and words of deliverance will come forth today in the name of Jesus. Father God, let them not see me, but let them see you. Father God, we covenant with you to give you all the praise and all the glory. Father, I thank you that this place is already saturated with your presence. Father God, you have promised me, and you are not a liar, that while I am speaking, the anointing will be present to break the yokes and to destroy the burdens in the name of Jesus. That Father God, that each woman is leaving here today having experienced her own spiritual breakout. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that we are breaking out to another level today, Father God. That I know that never, every one of us came with an issue. But, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that some of us want to go to the next level in you. And, Father, we came here, Father God, not just to eat, but we came here to have an encounter with, with you, Father God. And, Father, I thank you that you are faithful to your word, that you are not a man that you should lie, neither the son of a man that you should repent. And so, Father, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would teach like only you can. I thank you that you will give me the words to speak and that the message will bear witness with their spirits. And so, Father, we thank you and we worship you and honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I knew this woman who was physically and emotionally abused as a child. She grew up very insecure. She dealt with a fear of rejection and abandonment. She was desperate for love and acceptance from others. She was afraid to speak up because she was afraid of being rejected. She was full of dreams, but she lacked the confidence to pursue them. She wanted to change the world, but she was struggling to change herself. She hid in her own shadows, afraid to truly stand in her purpose. She feared that being herself would cause her loved ones to feel small. She was a wife and a mother, but she knew that she was also called to other things. She lost herself in the process of being a wife and a mother. She had lost her passion for her first love. My dear sisters, that woman was me. I am the woman who was physically and emotionally abused by a woman whom my parents had entrusted with my care. Today I would like to talk to you about how to experience healing when you are going through a bleeding condition. Some of you have been suffering for a long time and you have grown tired of suffering, but you have not known how to break out and today is your day. When I thought about a woman who has suffered for a long time with an issue, I thought about the woman with the issue of blood. If you could please turn with me to Mark chapter five and we're gonna be reading from verse 25 all the way through verse 34. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all that she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd 
and touch his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had, ha what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Now turn to your sister on your right, on your left, and say, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be free from your suffering. And studying this portion of scripture, the first thing that I notice is that God's timing is so perfect. Because Jesus had encountered a number of circumstances that could have hindered this healing from happening. In previous verses, Jesus was caught in a storm. He dealt with the madmen of Gadara. And yet he crossed over by boat just in time to have an encounter with Jairus. Jairus came to Jesus and asked him to come and heal his 12-year-old daughter who was dying, which created an opportunity for this woman with the issue of blood to receive her healing. Verse 25 says this woman had been subject to this bleeding condition. When you look up the word, when you look at the word subject, it means that she had been dominated by the sickness. For 12 years, her life was overwhelmed by this disease, by her condition. Her calendar was not filled with lunch appointments with her friends. It was filled with doctor's appointments. She kept on going from doctor to doctor looking for her healing. Her life was dominated by the sickness. Her life was consumed by this illness. She woke up thinking about her issue. She went to bed thinking about her issue. The, script, the scripture does not even mention her by name. We don't even know what her name was because this issue had stolen her identity. She became identified by it. She doesn't even have a name. She is simply known as the woman with the issue of blood. This illness took away everything from her. The scripture says here that she had spent all that she had. And when we look at that, we only think of money. But she spent everything. She spent all of her hopes, all of her dreams, all of her aspirations, all of her expectations, all of her strength with this issue. And I can only imagine her every year having a New Year's resolution and saying, this is the year that it's going to happen. God, I'm tired of suffering. This is the year that I'm going to receive my healing. I'm tired of this issue. I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of being in this condition. I'm tired of being identified by it. God, this is my year. And yet, unfortunately, each year, the Bible says, left her worse than the previous year. Can you imagine being worse in December than you are now? That is the issue that she was dealing with. If you saw her in March, by the time you got to December, she was in a worse condition. The Bible says here that she suffered from many doctors. Now we all know what is the purpose of a doctor. It's not to cause you suffering. 
A doctor is supposed to help you heal. But this woman was suffering from these doctors. If you, you know, when you look at um, this common saying about do no harm in the medical field, a doctor is not supposed to cause harm to his patients. And yet she kept on going to all these different doctors who were making her worse. They probably were prescribing her different types of medications that had different side effects. So this woman was suffering from the doctors. She was suffering from society because they had shunned her because of this condition. She was suffering because she had lost everything. And yet, the, this, excuse me, this illness took away the only thing she had left, which was her money. After she had lost everything, it now the Bible says she had spent all that she had. And after she touched Jesus, verse 29 says, immediately her bleeding stopped. That means that for 12 years, she was conscious of the fact that she was bleeding from her body. Can you imagine, ladies, having a menstrual cycle that lasts 12 years? I don't know about you, but some of us, if we go five days, we start praying and believing God for healing and saying, what is going on? Do I need to make an appointment with my gynecologist? <laughs> but can you imagine 12 long years? And just think about the inconvenience. Who wants to have an, a bleeding condition for 12 years? Who wants to have a period for 12 years? Never mind 12 days, right, ladies? <laughs> And verse 30 says, at once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. And he turned around and said, who touched me? This woman touched Jesus with such a level of faith that it drew the power out of Jesus, even though Jesus had not even acknowledged her. Jesus was on his way to heal a 12-year-old girl. Look at, the, look at the parallel. This woman began suffering the same year that Jairus' daughter was born. Which means that God had orchestrated this from the foundation of the earth, that he was gonna heal those two individuals on the same day. Yes. Ladies, it is not a coincidence. I did not have a luncheon because I just wanted to get us together to eat. God wanted us to gather together, his queens, so that we can have an encounter with our father. Yes. And Jesus said, who touched me? And the disciples said, you see all the multitude thronging you and you're asking who touched me? Jesus is saying, no, someone touched me with faith. I believe the reason why Jesus was looking for this woman with the issue of blood is because not many things impress God. God is not impressed by your title. He's not impressed by your position. He's not impressed by your money. He's not impressed by your connections but he is impressed by your faith. There's something about faith that will get God to look over a hundred people to get to you. You are sitting in a faith project right now. When I started, I said, this thing is gonna cost a lot of money, God. How are you gonna do this? And God said, don't worry, I have all the money that you need. And next thing I know, he started speaking to people. One time I was sitting in church and I got a text. I want to deposit some money in your account. God is impressed by your faith. Now my question to you today, ladies, is do you have faith? Is God impressed by your faith? And then Jesus said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Not my power has healed you, 
Not the healing touch has healed you, not my robe has healed you, but your faith has healed you. So dear woman of God, I am believing God that today when you walk out of here, you are gonna walk out in another level of faith. Because you are a woman of faith. Turn to your sister and say, you are a woman of faith. Now we all know that it was not easy for this woman of issue, with the woman with the issue of blood to hide her issue because this was before we had sanitary napkins. Now, some of us do a very good job of hiding our issues. Since we are all ladies, I'm gonna be able to share this story. I remember one time I was getting ready to go preach, actually at Pastor Schiller's church, and I was wearing a wonderful white dress and I thought I was looking really cute that day. And right when I'm about to go up, like literally five minutes before, I feel like I need to go use the restroom. So I go to the restroom, oh my goodness. I had, my friend was in town. <laughs> and I was not expecting my friend to come into town at that day when I'm getting ready to go preach. So I went to, so I'm standing by the bathroom and I start panicking and sweating. God, I'm picturing the white dress on the pulpit, preaching with power, here you go, with this big stain. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, you're gonna have to come through. So I'm pacing back and forth and I'm like, God, I know this did not catch you by surprise. I'm surprised, but not you. <laughs> so I'm like, God, you're gonna have to help a sister out. So I'm pacing back and forth and this woman of God passes by me. I said, dear sister, do you happen to have some, um, some tampon, uh, not pads with you? She's like, yes. Oh, God is so awesome. So, so I was able to take care of the situation and I went up there and I preached with power and nobody knew I was dealing with my own issue. <laughs> but ladies, aren't you glad that God always covers our issues? But today, God does not only want to cover our issues, he wants to heal us of our issues. Now, how did the woman with the issue of blood receive her healing? The first step that she took is that she acknowledged that she had a bleeding condition. Some of us, we've been bleeding for a long time, but we've been in denial. Now imagine if the woman with the issue of blood had just stayed in her house and said, ah, it's just a little bleeding condition. It's okay, I'm gonna be all right. She could have been dead. But because she acknowledged that she had a serious condition, and she knew that she could not stay in that condition. Because what does the word of God say? Life, and, life is, in the, is in the blood. So she, did, she knew that she was losing life each and every year. And so she was determined to be healed from her issue. Now I came to ask you this question, ladies. What have you been hemorrhaging? Have you been hemorrhaging peace? Have you been hemorrhaging in your finances? Have you been hemorrhaging in your marriage? Have you been hemorrhaging in your spiritual life? Are you feeling spiritually depleted because you've been hemorrhaging for so long? I know what it's like to bleed as a leader. One year I suffered one of the greatest hurts of my life in ministry. I was helping to teach a Bible study, and I was so busy preparing, teaching, 
and that I did not realize what the enemy was doing. And by the grace of God, we began to receive all these different testimonies about the lives that were being changed. Until one day, it was revealed to me that there was discord in the, in the group. I received this email from the leader that exposed everything that the enemy had been up to. And I remember when I received that email, I was devastated. I was hurt. I was in shock. Because I thought we were working in unity. I had no idea that the enemy had been sowing discord behind my back. And I remember when it happened, I felt like I was immediately thrown into an emotional pit. I was grieving the relationship. I was grieving the ministry for the women. And I didn't know what to do. And I remember hurting so bad and going to God and say, God, why am I hurting so bad? Ministry is not supposed to hurt this bad. Now, what do you do when you get hurt serving God's people? Do you quit and stand on the sidelines? But I began to press through. And my husband said to me, I know you like to pray, but I've never seen you pray like this. I was praying all day, all night, because I, was, I felt like I wanted to get back to myself. I didn't even recognize the woman that I had become. And someone even said to me, I thought you were a strong woman. I said, I am strong, but I'm hurting. And I kept on hurting, and I kept on hurting. And I would pray and say, God, deliver me from this pain. God, I cannot take it anymore. Why am I in this pain? Until one day, I experienced a spiritual breakout. And God spoke a word to my heart. He said, fear not, for I am with you. Today is your date with destiny. What has held you back will no longer hold you back. Today is your day to be set free. And he said, you are exactly where I want you to be, free to follow my plan. He said, don't worry about how you were hurt. I used that to birth you into your purpose. That your pain had a purpose. And he allowed me to feel that pain because he wanted me to feel how women who are hurting feel. And ladies, I'm telling you, since that time, I am a different woman. I know what it's like to hurt and feel like you are all alone. And God is such a restorer. I remember when I was crying and praying and crying and praying and fasting and saying, God, what is the meaning of all this? He said, there are women that you're going to touch one day. And that situation happened in the month of March. And when I said, God, what month should this luncheon be? He said, March 16th. There is a significance to this day that God is reminding all of us that he is a restorer. That no matter what the enemy throws at you, that you are going on the other side. The second step that the woman with the issue of blood took is that she began seeking for solutions. She did not just stay in her room hoping, or maybe hoping Jesus would come to her one day and heal her, or even hoping that God would send an angel to heal her. But she went out looking for solutions. And unfortunately for her, she kept on running into these doctors who were making her worse, but she never gave up. She kept on looking for the answer. Now my question to you, my dear sister, is how have you been seeking answers? Have you been going from conference to conference looking for the solution? Have you been going to the spa looking for peace? Have you been reading the self-help books looking for the solution and the answer? But I want to remind you today that the answer is only found in Jesus. That just as he was able to heal her of her issue, 
He can heal you of whatever issue that you are bound with. The third step that the woman with the issue of blood took is that she reached out with her faith. That she did not just stay in that condition. She stopped and she reached out with her faith. She acknowledged that only Jesus had the answer. And she said, if I could just touch him, I shall be healed. And when she touched him, she received her healing. And the next step that the woman with the issue of blood took before that is that she stopped caring about other people's opinions. So many of us spend so much of our time worrying about what others think. How am I gonna look? How am I gonna sound? But I want you to know that you, God thinks highly of you. If God thinks highly of you, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Because everything that you need is only found in Jesus. Whether it's finances, whether it's healing, whether it's connection, whether it's direction, all of it is found in Jesus. Stop caring about what other people think. The woman with the issue of blood would still be in, would have kept staying in that condition if she had thought about, what are they gonna say about me? I'm unclean, I'm not supposed to be out here touching people. But she pushed past the crowd, she pushed past her limitations, and she pushed past, past the society's expectations of her, and she pressed through her healing. The, script, the scripture says that the woman with the issue of blood came from behind. Society had pushed her to the back of the line. Her condition had pushed her to the back of the line. But this day, she was determined to move forward. Yeah. Are you determined to move forward today? There is an anointing in this room, I sense it, to break you out of anything that you came here bound up with. That ladies, you don't have to leave here the same. That you can leave here different because the presence of God is here and the healing power of God is present to heal you. The next step that the woman with the issue of blood took is that she decided to leave the past behind. The Bible says she pushed past the crowd. She touched Jesus, and because of that, she was able to receive her healing. My dear sister, what do you need to push past today? What is it that has been standing in, in front of you? What is that mountain that you've been dealing with, that you've been fighting with? Well, I want to remind you today that the mountain that you see today, you will no longer see it tomorrow. Because God is here to encounter you and to heal you from whatever circumstance that you are dealing with. And the final step that Jesus did for her is that Jesus gave her identity. The woman with the issue of blood has simply been known as the woman with the issue of blood. But I love what Jesus says to her. He says, daughter. He doesn't say, woman with the issue of blood, you are now healed. He said, daughter, your faith has healed you. So from now on, you will no longer be known by your condition. You will no longer be known by your past, but you will be known as daughter because I am paying a price for your sin. Ladies, Jesus is saying the same thing to you today. He is restoring your identity. He is restoring who you are in him. You do not have to leave here with that title that you came in here with. You can be a changed woman because your faith 
has made you whole. And I like what Jesus says to her. He says, go in peace and be freed from your suffering. And if you look up the CEV version, it says, go in peace and you will no longer be in pain. It says, you are now healed and you will no longer be in pain. You are now healed and you will no longer be in pain. You are now healed and you will no longer be in pain. You are now healed and you will no longer be in pain. Everybody, let's say that with me. I am now healed and I will no longer be in pain. One more time. I am now healed and I will no longer be in pain.